0: WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call one eight hundred Steamer. Well, if anything, the current Supreme Court battle with Brett Kavanaugh confronting accusations of sexual assault will only fuel Democratic turnout among women, in particular white, highly educated, suburban voters, young people. But again, what about turnout by African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans, women or otherwise? That still appears to be the Democrats' Achilles heel in the midterm elections and could make a difference in certain districts. Uh, Alexander Rorty, political reporter, McClatchy Newspapers, in the McClatchy, Washington bureau writing about that and Alexander I mean there does seem to be that enthusiasm gap and one would only think all the Kavanaugh stuff now will even further fuel uh this movement by uh suburban women many of them Caucasian but what about everybody else
1: well that's the the problem that uh, the Democrats face right now is look there's no doubt that certain parts of their base large parts in fact of their base are energized like never before really like we've never seen kind of in the last 20, 30, 40 years, maybe even longer than that. But the problem for the party is that that part that's energized is usually white. Um, It's usually suburban. Um, It is especially female right now. And although that, you know, that electorate can do a lot of damage to Republicans and all, no doubt for the party to make the gains that they hope all the gains that they hope, uh, particularly in the house, they need more than that. And they do need voters of color, African-Americans, Latinos. And right now, you know, the the evidence, the data says that that's not, yeah. those voters aren't quite there yet.
0: Yeah, As I was reading your article, I was uh, thinking, so which is the tougher nut to crack, energizing minority turnout or bringing back some of those uh, white Trump voters who actually voted for Barack Obama once or twice previous?
1: Well, you, you, you're certainly uh, running onto a debate then that is... Really consumed a lot of attention within the Democratic Party since Donald Trump's election. People who see that as an either-or choice—that uh, either you can try to appeal to um, those Trump Obama voters or those Obama Trump voters that you describe, or you need to try to drive up turnout among uh, Black and Hispanic voters—and and there aren't any easy answers. I mean, some Democrats will say that a sort of boldly populist economic agenda, and it's important to emphasize focusing on the economy there. Is the sort of thing that could uh, bring about higher turnout in both groups. But but neither is easy. And to be clear, if you take a step back from this, um, just historically and certainly in recent history in midterm elections, there is a big drop off with uh, minority voter participation. There's also a bigger drop off with uh, basically white working class voters, too.
0: Yeah, well, um, yeah, the, the outlier would seem to be, would it not, Alex, Alabama the Senate race there, maybe because Roy Moore was uh, such a a destructive candidate. Uh, But that was one state where the Dems got some of the moderate whites, they got African Americans and uh, maxed the turnout. It it really was something to behold.
1: Right. and, And I think that Race um, really is what de- gives Democrats hope that they can do it on a larger scale across multiple states and districts in November of 2018. And, and the key there, talking to some Democrats um, who worked on the race, you know, there was a real outreach effort um, to black voters in particular there. Um, and it wasn't just about Trump. It wasn't just a negative campaign. Interestingly, the Democrats, these Democrats will say, you have to present a positive message, maybe talk about something like education, and that that's what is required. Um, that's what a lot of voters are looking for. It just can't be negative and, and hate. It has to be a positive vision for a country that they think will you know materially improve their lives. And that's the hope, is that over the course, and I should say it's not like Democrats just woke up last week and said, oh, we have to start engaging with right. voters of color, for instance. They, they have been doing this. They say anyway that they've been doing this. And then- these efforts, particularly over the next six weeks, will pay off and that they will see turnout rise to the levels that they, they want it to, um, even if there's a little bit of trepidation about it right now.
0: And, of course, all the presidential hopefuls or ones possibly thinking about running or are certainly going to look at some of the trends from the midterms and uh, derive whatever lessons they want to derive.
1: Well, and, and, and I think the, the debate we were just talking about within the party about whether or not you go after these working-class voters or you kind of jerk, you know, drive up turnout among the liberal base. That is going to be something I think we see a lot explicitly in the 2020 Democratic presidential primary, that there's going to be a lot of that kind of discussion.
0: Yeah. You know, looking back at Alabama, though, I I keep thinking, well, Roy Moore was such a damaged candidate. And it certainly helped that the white male Senate candidate just happened to have prosecuted the Klan. And uh, it almost was a perfect storm in that sense. Against the Republicans, right,
1: right, right, and and and, and, and that's absolutely fair. I mean, Democrats think that they employed some some tactics there that could be replicated across the country, Um, but obviously, we're talking a perfect storm. and more, um, really, one of the worst nominees um in modern day political history and doug jones was a strong leader in his own right yeah, all worked you
0: know, out definitely. right i gotta ask you because this really has been taking place more since you wrote your article for mcclatchy newspapers but the degree to which this uh kavanaugh thing uh, might impact the midterms
1: well and 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 that is just a big unknown right now to be, to be honest with you alan i mean i i think you know obviously a lot of red state democratic senators are for reelection election this year and states that Trump won. I don't know that they want to see this process dragged out necessarily, but, you know, at the same time, the the accusations against uh, Brett Kavanaugh are, are obviously serious, and it comes at a time, like we mentioned earlier in the interview, when you have a lot of uh, women who are already very upset with the GOP, and I think a lot of those voters could be paying particularly close attention to how Republicans handle the allegations. Obviously, a very very delicate situation. There's a very fine line to walk for these Republican politicians. But honestly, I think I get the sense right now that both parties are very nervous um, yeah. about this. Very nervous.
0: Yeah, I could could uh, boomerang in several different ways. Alexander Rorty, McClatchy Papers. Thank you so much, Alex. Hey, thank you.